Welcome to Straight Up Sports, the podcast, episode 10, NBA Trade Deadline Edition. I'm your host, Andrew Schaefer, here with special guest Jake Trecapelli. Jake, how are you, man? I'm great. It's an honor to be here and to be your first guest on Trade Up Sports. So thank you for having me. Appreciate you on. So, Jake, why don't you tell the people who you're a fan of, like, you know, your kind of your background on, on why you chose your team and, and get into all that. All right. So I guess I'll mostly talk on basketball, but I'll start with my other teams just so you get an idea of me. I'm a diehard New York Rangers fan. Grandpa's had season tickets for over 50 years, so bleed blue. Um, football, I'm a Cardinals fan. I'll get, I'll get into the Arizona stuff, but I'm a Cardinals fan. I have a lot of respect for Fitz. And then on baseball, I'm a Mets fan. My cousin's a diehard Mets fan. Helped me grow in that sense. Healthy is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we'll get into the basketball team, because that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. NBA trade deadline. I am a Phoenix Suns fan. Like I said, have family in Arizona. When I was younger, my dad would take me out there, bring me to Suns games, watch those Steve Nash, second or second, seven seconds or less offenses. Great team. Fell in love with the game from there. And I've been a Suns fan ever since, Drew. The good and the, the bad. mostly tough times. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, being a Knicks fan, you know, it's tough, man. I mean, it's frustrating to root for bad teams. I mean, trust me, every New York sports fan can relate to you firsthand. Yeah, we a, all can. It's not easier in Arizona. No, I'm sure. Uh, so basically, how this is going to work is Jake and I broke this down into three sections. Buyers, middle-of-the-pack teams, and sellers. For the middle-of-the-pack teams, basically, Jake and I are going to decide whether or not we think they should be a buyer or a seller. Um, we... Pretty much evenly split it down the middle for the three sections just because we felt that was the most fair thing to do. Um, we wanted to balance it all out. So we're going to start with the buyers, the teams that are basically in it to win a championship. And that's really what it's all about in the NBA. Um, we we're going to start with the team with the best record, which is Toronto. Um, obviously, they got Kawhi Leonard in the offseason for Dorian DeRozan, which obviously was a great move for them short term. Um, but obviously, long term, we all know he, he's probably going to end up going to another team and the rumor is that he is going to go to the Clippers and be with Jimmy Butler. And I'm curious, Jake, do, do you think do you think long-term picture this is like a good move for Toronto? Do you think they have a chance to re-sign Kawhi Leonard? Long-term, it's tough because like you said, Jimmy uh, Kawhi Leonard is going to be a free agent in the summer. And all the rumors seem to have him going to L.A. with the Clippers. I mean, you can never say never. I mean, they've had a great season. I don't see why you wouldn't want to stay. And, you know, if they can put it all together and win a championship, who knows? But I think at the end of the day, you got to focus on this year. You're the best team in the East. Philly's kind of struggling with Jimmy Butler and that fit. Boston's having a down year. It looks like the way through the East is through them. There's a golden opportunity to win a championship. And I think you just got to go for it this year and take care of whatever happens in the summer after that. Right. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's they're all in for this year. You know, I mean, and like you, and like you mentioned off air, you know, the big thing was getting Danny Green. I mean, Danny Green's such a big piece for them. Oh, such an underrated part of that trade. He's a very underrated player. You know, great defensive two guard, great shooter, another champion from those San Antonio teams. So, I mean, as much as, you know, it was great to get Kawhi Leonard. When I first saw the trade, I was like, wow, you get Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green? And I'm not surprised they're doing well because I think those are great ads on the court and also guys that bring that championship experience that Toronto really hasn't had, especially their struggles in the playoffs. So I think it's uh, I think it was a great move for them. Now, later, we'll see. Right. So I think we can agree that I think you I agree with this. this is the team that can be Golden State. If and if anyone in the East can do it, I think it's probably either them or Boston for me. Um, I don't know about you, but I would say those two for me personally. I think I, I think it's those two. I agree. I mean, I think the three best teams in the East are Toronto, Boston, and I think Philly, you know, getting Jimmy Butler was a big move, even despite their struggles. I mean, to have him, Simmons, and Embiid, that's a tough team. So I'm definitely thinking one of them will come out of the East and just with everything I said, the struggles in Philly, Boston's up and down season. I think right now you'd have to pick Toronto as the favorite. But, I mean, obviously, in order for them to beat Golden State, they obviously have to get a little bit stronger, obviously. I think one of the things we mentioned that you and I spoke about was they need some bench help. They definitely need some help That's there. True. I mean, they have, I think they have one of the best starting laps in the league. I mean, I know Kyle Lowry's had ups and downs, but I think he's like a top 15, 20-point guard in the league. Uh, with Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard on the wings. You know, a power forward, Pascal Siakam. That was a guy I liked his draft year. Never thought he'd be this good, but he's been a great... You know, addition through improvement for them. And then 
uh, Serge Ibaka starts at center, and he's, you know, nothing special, but, you know, he can spread the floor. He's a good defensive player. So I think that def that starting unit is definitely strong, but never hurts to add a little more help for a playoff run. So, yeah, I think they can definitely use some help on the bench. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. I mean, like I said, it's they have a lot of inexperience on their bench. I mean, they have C.J. Miles who can play, and, you know, Valanciunas all coming off the bench I think is a great move for them because he's really struggled in the starting lineup a little bit. And I think they tried to get a little smaller there. And Valanciunas really isn't as mobile. Um, so I think it's just better having him come off the bench. And, yeah, I, I think if they can get another bench player, especially up front, I think they could really help them. Yeah, I mean, when we were looking at through their roster, I think they needed a backup four. You know, Fred Van Vliet's a good backup point guard. They signed Patrick McCaw, who I think is a good defensive wing. Like you mentioned, C.J. Miles, he's a great floor spreader. Yeah, they also and have Anna Newby as well. I mean, and Anna Newby is another great 3 and D wing. So they, I think they're bent. You know, it's young, but I like the pieces. But, you know, when we looked at that roster, you know, the, you know moving Serge Ibaka to center, they kind of lost that backup four promoting Siakam. So if they can add a little more uh, big to the bench, I think that could help them for sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, so next team we're going to do is Milwaukee. Now, obviously, this is a team with a lot of high expectations. You know, second best player – excuse me, second MVP candidate, really, with Giannis. Um, obviously, he's a special player. There's no question of his talent. <laughs> um, but, again, this is another team that, you know, they have to go all in because of all the free agents they have going into the summer. Absolutely. I mean, just look – I mean, honestly, I'm looking at the list of free agents. It's pretty much everyone in their signed lineup. I mean, their point guard, Eric Bledsoe, you know – I know him well from Phoenix, you know, another great top 15, 20 player. You know, he's going to be a free agent, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the big one's Chris Middleton, who I think is arguably the most underrated player in the league. Such a great player, and I'm honestly, he has a player option. I'm expecting him to decline. I think some team will make him a very rich man. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Um, also, Malcolm Brogdon's an RFA. You know, he's a good two-way guard. I definitely could see a team coming and trying to give him an offer sheet. And then Brooke Lopez, their starting center this year. is So, you know, a lot of guys, free agents. So it does feel like a they got to kind of just go for it before this core possibly breaks up. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Bledsoe's a guy I think that's going to get paid some decent money because I think he's paid his dues enough times. Middleton, I expect to get overpaid, I think, by a, a rebuilding team or someone that wants to take the next step. I think we'll definitely overpay for him. And Brooke Lopez is a bargain. Guy's making two and a half million, and he's, like, shooting threes from 35 feet out. I mean, I don't know how he's done it, but I give him a lot of credit because a lot of people said he was done, you know, the old school post game is done, and now he's able to shoot, you know, and I think that's a big part for them. Yeah, give, listen, give him credit. You know, it's a team that I feel like every year is saying, oh, Bur Milwaukee needs a center. And they take a chance on Brooke Lopez, and it's worked out. I give him credit because he was that old school post up big, and he understood that the game now big man has to learn how to shoot, and he took it upon himself to learn. And he's been a good asset for them. So I give Milwaukee and Brooke both credit for that. And obviously, you know, Brogdon's a big piece for them because I think he's probably their best defensive player. And you know, for him, you know, I watched him at UVA. Obviously, my brother and I have a family connection there, so obviously, I've watched him enough times. I really didn't think he was going to be this good this early. Um, he's really good. I mean, defensively, he is really good, and he's. I think he's going to get paid a pretty decent amount this summer. I really do. Absolutely. I mean, I know he didn't have the strongest class, but to still be be a second round pick and get rookie of the year, that's uh, it's impressive. So, I mean, honestly, I honestly wouldn't even mind Phoenix. My team looking at him. We need a defensive guard with our group, and I think he'd be a great fit. So. That's definitely somebody on my list come this summer. Oh, sure. And for yeah. any team that wants a defensive point guard, that's a smart basketball player. No, for sure. I mean, obviously when you look at their bench, you know, I think the biggest thing they need is they need some, some wing players. I mean, Ilya Silva obviously is, is a pretty good piece up front. I think he's a good stretch four for them. Um, they actually made a trade midseason for George Hill, uh, which I thought was interesting. They gave up a first-round pick from him. I really wasn't on board with that move. Like, you know, you, you give up Del Vadova, who obviously I think should have been back in Cleveland anyway because he belongs there. They give up John Henson, who I actually liked. Like, I like John Henson as a backup five, but, you know, they want to trust Thon Maker, their high draft pick. I don't blame them for that. You know, and really they're two and three spot. You got guys like Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, who they drafted last year. And, you know, um, you know, they just – they. I feel like a lot of their wing players are just, like, really young or hit and miss. And I feel like they need, like, a good veteran guy at the wing. And I think maybe they can do it. Yeah, I mean, I get they gave up a lot for George Hill. But I think if they hadn't made that trade, we'd be sitting here and talking about a point guard need. Because, I mean, as great as Eric Bledsoe is, 
I don't. They didn't really have a clear cut backup point guard to me, so I'm not surprised that they, they went out. You know, they may have paid a bit, but I think George Hill's a solid backup point guard. And yeah, I agree that they could use a veteran wing player. You know, a lot of young guys there, as good as they are, Middleton, Giannis, Brogdon. They're all young guys, so it's always good to surround them with veterans come playoff time. No, for sure. And obviously, I think like we said before, this is really the last hurrah for them. Because once these guys leave, I just don't think Milwaukee's going to be able to pay all these players. It's nearly impossible. Yeah, it's probably going to be tough to bring all these guys back. Definitely not expecting Middleton to come back. Like you said, I think he'll get a pretty penny yeah. this year. Um, Eric Bledsoe could get paid. RFAs, I mean, I know basketball is the most likely of the leagues where a guy goes, but I would think they keep somebody, and I would try to at least keep Brogdon. But, yeah, I mean, definitely losing those other two would hurt, and, you know, who knows how long Giannis will be there. So. Yeah, that's also a good point. So next team we're going to focus on is Denver. I think this team, I think, surprised a lot of people, like how good they – I think we all knew they had talent. Like obviously they have – and they have a lot of depth, this team. But I think really the thing that surprised me is that they're actually the number one seed in the Western Conference. I mean, I think that would surprise you because everyone's thinking Golden, Golden State, State. But obviously yeah. they've had their ups and downs and their problems this year. But – I can't say I'm surprised. I've always liked Denver. I think they've done a terrific job. I don't know if they have like a true superstar. I mean, I've, if I had the pick, I'd say Jamal Murray is a great player. Jokic. Jokic is a beast. Yeah, but no, for sure. You just look at their roster and just up and down. It's just so solid. I mean, Millsap and... Yeah, no, I hear they, just, they have so many great players. That, and honestly, I think this team's only problem is health. I mean, I know Isaiah Thomas is in injuries. They took Michael Porter in the draft. You know, if he was healthy, he'd probably be a lot higher. And I just yeah, I know for sure. I really believe if this team is fully healthy come playoff time, they're the one team that could really challenge Golden State. So I really hope they are, because I know we're all sick and tired of watching Golden State win. No, I'm with you. I mean, obviously, in terms of their contracts, like a lot of their young guys are signed long term. Jokic, Harris, Barton, Murray. I mean, these guys are all long term. So it's really good for Denver and. You know, Millsap has a pretty big team option coming up. It's I think it's about twenty five to thirty million. I don't know if Denver's gonna take that because that's so much money for a guy who's aging. He's broke his foot twice. Like, is that a guy you want to keep around, or do you really trust Michael Porter Jr. with his injury history? That's a, that's a tough one to swallow for That'll Denver. That'd be interesting. Yeah, they just they really gotta look at their money and see if they think it's worth it to bring him back. I think he's a solid fit alongside those guys. And like you said, they've done a good job already locking up most of their players a good deal. So they just, I guess you see how he fits the rest of the way. And yeah, they'll have an interesting decision to make there come the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, like we said, I think they have a great future going forward, obviously, this team. I think they're going to be here for a long time. Um, but I think this is a team that maybe could take a chance and try to win. Because if they beat Golden State, hey, everyone's going to root for them in the finals. Oh, I absolutely think they should go for it. Like I said, I think they're the best chance to dethrone Golden State as the champs of the West. So. Right, no, I'm with you. And I think... If you wanted to go get – not that they really have to make a trade this team because I think they're pretty set. But if they had to, I think point guard is probably the best-case scenario. Just because Jamal Murray I think is probably better without the ball in his hand, like moving around, coming off screens, and kind of being a two like what he was at Kentucky. I think he's probably better off. But having him a point guard is surely not a bad thing. Like you said, this team could not make a trade, and I think they'd still be fine. If they should, I think just getting a solid veteran point guard. I mean, like you said – Going into that draft, when I look at Jamal Murray, I thought he was more of an undersized two. And I just think for his benefit, look a lot like watching Booker, who's really playing point guard for the Suns right now, I think it takes away from their natural ability to be a scorer. So I think for the same thing, Jamal Murray, you make his life easier if you get him a point guard. And, you know, they signed Isaiah Thomas, which I thought was a good gamble. You know, cheap, a guy sure. that, you know, if he yeah. pans out, he's a pretty good starting point guard. But unfortunately, he's still hurt, so. Yeah, I mean, even so, I mean, even if Isaiah Thomas doesn't play this year, I still thought it was a good gamble for them. I mean, because, you know, it's a one-year deal. And, you know, if he doesn't work out, then you just don't re-sign him. You know, and I don't think they were going to re-sign him anyway. I think they probably just would have gone younger. Yeah, um, sure, low-risk, high-reward move. Exactly. So um, we're going to move on to Golden State. Obviously, this is the team everybody does not want to see win. Everybody knows they're going to win anyway, probably. But um, obviously, this is a big year for them. All hell's about to break loose, according to Draymond. Yeah, that's what Draymond (laughs) said. Draymond Green last night said all hell's going to break loose when DeMarcus Cousins plays because he's playing tomorrow. So obviously, this is big for them. You know, Kevin Durant's got a player option. We all know he's going to be a free agent. Obviously, New York and L.A. And, you know, I think maybe Phoenix could be an interesting spot for him. You know, because they are young. 
And, you know, Phoenix could get Kevin Durant, you know, possibly. Um, Clay Thompson's an unrestricted free agent. But I think we all agree he's going to re-sign there. There's no doubt Clay Thompson's not leaving Golden State. Obviously, Cousins is a free agent. We'll see how he deals with his injury. You know, but I think the one thing this team's missing is depth. Like, they just, they, I like Iguodala and Livingston. But after that, like, you have so many unknowns, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you have... When Cousins healthy, probably like the best starting lineup of all time. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> no problem. The like you said, the bench. I mean, Livingston and Iguodala have been huge bench pieces for them for all their runs run yeah. here. But yeah, when you look at the rest of the roster, there's not a lot to work. I mean, Jonas Derevko, who they signed, has been a surprise, decent off the bench. Quinn Cook, my, you know, I'm also a Duke fan by the way, so I'm always rooting for my Dukies in the NBA. He's been a solid backup point guard. And Kevon Louie, who they drafted a few years ago, has been a serviceable center. So I don't think the bench is terrible, but, you know, it never hurts to add more. So Of course. Of course. I mean, you never know an injury could happen. Things could happen. Exactly. You know, but obviously the way this team plays, I mean, the only team that's beaten them is themselves. That's really it. Yeah, with all the drama there. So, I mean, as long as KD and Draymond and all of them can play nice, they should have a strong yeah, I mean, chance to at least win it. I mean, honestly, I'll tell you what. I'm rooting for, like, a fight between Draymond and Cousins. Like, I'm hoping <laughs> they just, like, go in, like, a boxing ring and just start beating each other. It'd be great to watch. Yeah. Well, you know what Terry Rozier said. Sometimes too much talent could be a little troubling. So, we'll see if he's yeah, right. Well, Terry Rozier needs to worry about his contract first. But uh, let's move on because I'm done talking about Golden State. I don't like them. So, yeah, let's move on to Indiana. Uh Another team that, honestly, I thought last year was a fluke. I mean, I really did. Like, I did not believe in this team. And the fact that they actually are this good, I give Nate McMillan a lot of credit for what he's done. You know, and, and obviously, this is another team that has so many free agents after the year. Thaddeus Young, Tyreek Evans, you know, Darren Collison is going to be a free agent probably. Bogdanovich is going to get more money. You know, Corey Joseph is a decent backup point guard. So, like, I think this is another team. That just needs to – they need to go all in also. Uh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, a lot of their key players are free agents. Thaddeus Young's been a good starting power forward. I think Tyreek Evans is one of the best bench players in the league. I thought that was a great gift for Indiana. Bogdanovich is a good shooter. Uh, their point guards are mostly free agents. So, And I agree with you. I thought, you know, my sons a few years ago had a surprising season and kind of reverted back. And uh, – so I thought I was a little surprised. I, I didn't expect Indiana to be as good this year. I figured they'd still be a playoff team because it's East. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I understand. But, yeah, I didn't expect them to be the fifth best, fifth best team in the league. So I give this team a lot of credit. I mean, Oladipo. Yeah, he's a great player. I liked him his draft year, yeah. and he's really starting to ascend into the player. I thought he'd be Sabonis, though. Yeah. I thought it would just be a good energy backup pick, but he's been a double-double machine. Yeah, he's a beast. You know, obviously, Jake and I have a friend who's a big Gonzaga fan, and, and obviously he told us, he said, you know, watch out for this kid. This kid's going to be good. And I, you know, obviously watching him, you know, because Syracuse played Gonzaga in that tournament, I was like, you know, he'll be decent backup. But, man, this kid is good. I mean, he's, like, getting 20 and 15 almost every night. I mean, the kid's incredible. I mean, I, I give them credit. You know, and that's what, made, that's what makes a lot of these guys expendable because he, he takes that, like, he makes Thaddeus Young expendable. He really does. Absolutely. I mean, it's good to have him this year, but obviously, you know, going the next year, Sabonis is going to be a starter and they'll find a backup over the summer. Oh, sure. No question. Um, so now we're going to move on to Philly. Obviously, this is a team that has a lot of high expectations. They want to make the finals. They want to try to win this year. I, I get it. They got Jimmy Butler midseason. And by the way, I, I want to ask you a question. So obviously, Jimmy Butler's a good player. We're not denying that. Do you like that move for Philly, though? Honestly? I mean, at the time I did, because I thought just Philly needed another piece to really compete with Toronto and Boston. Yeah, sure. And getting Jimmy Butler, you know. But now, I'm not so sure. I mean, for one thing, the fit really isn't there. Because him and Simmons aren't great shooters, so. Yeah, I mean, and look at the return Minnesota got. Like, Sarich and Covington's look great for Minnesota. Absolutely. Minnesota's looking pretty good. And, you know, if they had, were able to keep Jimmy long-term, great. But I know. it's not looking like that right now. Cause things aren't working with the fit in the roster. Him and Brett Brown are butt heads. And it seems like Jimmy Butler's seen... butting heads with everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go butt heads with Kawhi next year with the Clippers, it sounds like. Seriously. I mean, obviously, so Jimmy Butler is a player option. We all expect him to leave. Uh, Wilson Chandler's a free agent. That, you know, he's been the starting four for them this year. I think he's more of a bench player, personally. Um, J.J. Redick, great shooter. Uh, again, underrated pickup for them going forward. Um, 
But really, the big question, I think, for them is Markel Fultz. I mean, here's a guy who, number one pick, big hype, and he's done absolutely nothing except get injured and have a mental breakdown. I know. It's been one of the more peculiar number one pick situations we've seen. And I believe there's talent there. So I really hope, for his sake and for the NBA's sake, he can get himself right mentally and physically, and he can be that player. I don't think it's going to be in Philly. I hope to see him move no, to I a agree. team that needs a point guard. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, my son's in point guard. I don't know if we're a fit because we're looking for that. Yeah, so do the Knicks. <laughs> but I, just, I hope he can get himself right and he gets the opportunity to show himself. Because I watched him. I mean, as a Suns fan, you watch all the, you know, rebuilding every year. You watch all these kids in college, and I saw the talent. So Yeah, I, no, I mean, he was – I mean, listen, the problem with him was he was never, like, a great shooter. And he played in the Pac-12, which was not a great conference. So I don't – I think, he's, I think he was a little overhyped. Uh, and like Lonzo Ball, too, because this was also in his draft class. They were both a little overhyped, I think. Um, but, you know, again, Philly, you know, they'll deal with that situation internally. Um, I don't think he's getting traded at the deadline personally. I think they're going to wait till after the season's over and do it. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing they really need the most also is shooting. Like, their shooting sucks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, besides, besides AJ Redick, right. you know. Jimmy right. Butler not a great shooter. Simmons definitely can't no, shoot. No, he basketball. can't shoot. You know they don't have any shooters, and you know when you have, and in today's NBA, especially with great players, you want to surround them with shooting. I mean, I think they also need a backup four when you look at the roster. Sure. But I think definitely, the, I think to help this team take another level, surrounding this talent with shooting will keep the keep them honest. You know, you gotta pick your poison. You want to deal with the big boys, or you want to protect the three point shooting. So I think no. definitely adding some shooters. Let me ask you a question, then we'll move on to, uh, to OKC. Melo's a free agent. Kind of. Sort of. I mean, he, you know, he hasn't really been released or anything by Houston. You like the fit there? I mean, I could see a fit there because they need a four in some way, and Melo's now kind of a four, but, I mean... Or do you think, that, you think that's an ego issue with him and Butler? Yeah, and... just, I don't know if there's enough basketballs for, you know, that's... just <laughs> Butler, Simmons, and Embiid alone. So. And then you got Melo, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good I get point. the fit in terms of roster, but when you talk about the personalities. Yeah, it's a pass. No, I listen, I'm with you. Um, so now we're going to go actually to Melo's old team, Oklahoma City. Um, obviously, this is a team that I think was better than I thought. I didn't expect them to be third in the, in the West. I mean, I thought maybe they would, you know, be five, six, you know, in that middle. But they've really played well. I mean, defensively, they've played really well. So I give them credit. Paul George... I don't think he could have done, but he's taken another level in his career where he's not just an all-star player anymore. He is a MVP caliber talent. Oh, yeah. No and, sure. I mean, Russ Westbrook's a triple-double machine. So, yeah. I mean, no. I know they don't have a lot of depth around them, but, I mean, two players like that alone, you're going yeah, to be quite in a season. Yeah, you're going to be in it. I mean, I love the Schroeder pickup for them. Love it. I mean, that guy has been really good for them. Give him credit. You know, he had a lot. He had some trouble in Atlanta, and they bought low on him, and he's been a great six man for them. So for sure. I mean, I think the one when you look at this team, I think they definitely need a backup four. Like they have some decent bench pieces, like Nerlens Noel. Obviously, prayers out to Nerlens Noel with everything he just went through. He got knocked out in the middle of the game, and you know, obviously, you know, we hope he's all right, and I'm sure he'll be fine going forward. But you know, he's your backup center. You got Schroeder. You got, you know, Terrence Ferguson's a nice little backup, too, I think, on a cheap contract. But I still think they need something else. I just feel like there isn't as much depth there as people think. Yeah, I mean, when you look at their fours, it's Patrick Patterson. Jeremy Grant. And Jeremy Grant. Nice players, but... And I still think even OKC, I mean, like we talked about in Philly, you had Simmons and Embiid. I feel like this is another team, they want to get to the level of Golden State, Denver. I think they need that third guy. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think for them, it probably has to be a big. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, this is a team, like, I know we'll get to the Knicks later, but I think Porzingis would be a solid fit next to this two, next to these two. Yeah, absolutely. If he can get healthy, that'd be a scary big Scary, because I think, you know, Porzingis will be a restricted free agent. Obviously, teams will make offers. I think they're going to be one of them. I really do. It's definitely someone they should look into. They definitely need a good big man to compliment there. And Steven, that's no offense to Steven Adams. Great player. Oh, listen, he's an underrated center, plays tough, solid defense. But he's not a... But he's not an all-star. Yeah, right. I think he's a great compliment. He'd be a great compliment for Porzingis. Porzingis needs like a tough defensive yeah, no, center. That's next why, they have, that's the why the Knicks have him. Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> yeah, similar players. So, yeah, I think Porzingis would be a great fit over there. For sure. Um, so, let's go back to the East. Let's, let's talk about Boston. Now, obviously, this team has had a lot of ups and downs. Um, 
Obviously, they're in the Anthony Davis discussion. Obviously, he's a big name, and we'll get to him later, obviously, when we talk about New Orleans. But let me ask you about Terry Rozier. Obviously, the Suns need a point guard. So do the Knicks. Now, I'm not a fan of Rozier. Are you a fan of Rozier? I was a fan of Rozier. I thought he looked very good in the playoffs last year, but he just I think he's taken a step back as a player. I mean, he's just been awful. awful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, he's really struggled this year. I, mean, I think I read a stat the other night that in his last 18 games, he's averaging like two points. Yeah, he's just he's not playing well right now. And I don't know if it's because he just needs an opportunity to be a starter or whatever it is. But if I'm a team, I wouldn't pay him max to find out. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, the other interesting name is Jalen Brown. I, you know, he's he was a high draft pick. But Jason Tatum has really taken this team. Yeah, I mean, Tatum's having a tough second year. I mean, a lot of players do, but he's clearly a future stud. Oh, yeah, no, there's no question. Yeah, and, I mean, sure. I give Jalen Brown credit last year. He played better than I thought he was. I thought he was more of a 3 and D than an all-star type, but he's kind of reverted back to what I thought he was. And uh, Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, in terms of their contracts, like Al Horford player option, he'll probably take that. I mean, it's a lot of money. I don't think he's going to get as much as he will on the market. The big one is Kyrie. Obviously, he, he came out in front of that crowd and said, oh, I'm going to re-sign next year. Well, guess what? He hasn't re-signed yet. So what does that mean? He wasn't forward? happy the other day when Gordon Hayward got the shot. He yeah. seems to be a little frustrated with what's going on in Boston. So I think they need to do something and figure This is probably the most interesting buying team because they, they need to do something to keep their superstar happy. So I'm no, for, for sure. Game. The other guy who's played well for them is Marcus Morris. I mean, here's a guy who... Who started out in Phoenix, you know, had his ups and downs, and then mostly downs. Yeah, mostly downs. And, and it comes to Boston, and he's been their second best player this year. Yeah, I mean, we had some tough times with the Morris Twins, with the Suns, so I'm not huge fans with them, but I give credit for credit is due. Marcus Morris is having a career year. He's arguably been their second best player behind Kyrie, and yeah, if he keeps it up, he's going to get paid this summer. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Stay away from that contract, folks. Oh, I am too. <laughs> Um, so let's go to Houston. Uh, obviously, James Harden, I think, is the MVP. I don't think there's an even close debate. I mean, this guy's an animal. It's unbelievable watching him. He's dropping 40, 50 a night with triple doubles. I don't think we've seen. <laughs> I don't even think Michael Jordan and Kobe Brown were doing stuff like that. No, no. Uh, this is incredible. Um, obviously, the biggest need for them is defense. They, they, D'Antoni seems have never been. You would know. You're a Suns fan. Yeah. D'Antoni seems have never been great defensively. Yeah, I mean, I won't understand what they did this summer. Getting rid of Trevor Reza, Luke Bamute, they replaced him with Mello. I mean, I think only hopeful Houston fans thought that would work. I just, I did not understand what they were doing this summer. Yeah, I didn't either. And I like Mello. Obviously, I'm Mello's near and dear to my heart. But, boy, Trevor Reza is a really good on-ball defender, and that's really tough to lose. Yeah, listen, at the time, I was excited to have him in Phoenix. And then he kind of decided us, to. But quit. hey, I'll take Kelly Oubre. He's been <laughs> everything I hope Trevor Reza would be. Yeah. And younger. So. Yeah, and obviously, no complaints there. Houston doesn't really have a lot of big contracts as a lot of their guys are signed long term. You know, they signed Capella in the summer. Great signing. Love Capella. What, love what he's able to bring. You know, obviously, Chris Paul's there, but again, injuries are a problem. You know, Harden, great player, no question. Um, but they need defensive players. Is Trevor Ariza an option? Sure, I think he could be again. He's on a selling team. I mean, I think that's possible. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Washington was getting Trevor Ariza to buy, and now they very well could move him at the deadline. So, I mean, as a Suns fan, I'm just laughing. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, obviously, in terms of their free agents, it's really just Marquise Chris, who you know was on the Suns, didn't work out there either. Uh, Gerald Green, who obviously is a good shooter. I think he'll end up staying there. I think he'll figure it out with them. I think he kind of fits the system really well. And then they got Austin Rivers. I mean, that was a... Kind of like a, an underrated signing. He's actually played decent for them. Yeah, give him credit. I mean, he was a son for two days. And <laughs> Half a second. <laughs> obviously, it wasn't a fit with us, and he went to Houston. I guess he's played well with Chris Paul out, so I give him a lot of credit. For sure. Uh, so let's, let's go to a team who needs to start winning some playoff games. That's Portland. Um, here's a team who last year got swept by New Orleans in the first round. <laughs> um, obviously, they have a great coach. Terry Stotts is really good. Um, but when I look at this team, I just feel like they have a lot of bench-like scrubs. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a... Honestly, I think we always say we look at this roster and how it's poor where they are. I mean, really, the only players... I mean, obviously, we got Lillard and McCollum. Yeah. Great duo. Yeah. And I think Yersin Nurkic is not a bad center, but... Yeah, I mean, the other, the other guy I like, just to interrupt you for a second, is, is Al Farouk Aminu. Like, I like what he brings. Yeah, he's a, he's a good uh, defensive... Yeah, he's a defensive four. Big, yeah, four wing. You know, but I think this team just needs talent. They just need more talent. Like, they, like Lewis and McCollum are great. Nurkic, I think, was a really good signing for him. He's been a good fit. But, like, I mean, you know, Al Farouk Aminu's good. Seth Curry, I think, has his moments. But, like... Jake Lehman, Myers Leonard, Maurice Harkless. I mean, these guys are not legitimate bench players in my mind. And I feel like I keep saying it, but there's another team. I see Lillard, I see McCullough, and Nurkic is nice, but no, he is. they need a third guy. Another yeah, team. and I mean, another we. Another team maybe could use Porzingis. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and I think we've talked about it. I think there's a possibility in the summer where Damian Lillard could get moved. I mean, there's a, there's a possibility. If they lose again in the first round, somebody's got to go. But I think if they do, the biggest elephant in the room with this team is going to be, can as great as Lillard and McCullough are, is that a fit as a backcourt? Or do they say, why don't we choose one and move another to bring in some, some younger some assets? Yeah, yeah no, so sure. I think that's something, you know, as great as they are in the regular season, this duo doesn't seem to work in the playoffs, so you got to start... No, for sure. And I think, obviously, I think Lillard can get you more, obviously, because of his talent and his star power. Not that McCollum's bad by any means, but I think Damian Lillard's just a fantastic player. I really do. I mean, any team needs a point guard. <laughs> Son should Mix. Definitely, <laughs> definitely look at this guy. He's a, He's a stud. player. Yeah. Um, so I want to go to a really interesting team, and that's the L.A. Clippers. Here's a team who nobody thought was going to make a playoff push, and they're sixth in the West. I give this. I'm, I gotta say, I'm impressed. Like, it's similar to Denver. They have a lot of boxes. They have a lot of good players. But unlike Denver, where I can make an argument that Murray and Jokic are all star caliber players, or I think they are, you look at this roster. I don't see one player I'd say is an all star. No, I'm with Tobias you. Tobias Harris, nice player, not an all star. I mean, I think. I mean, Shea Gildas Alexander has really surprised this year. I don't know if he'll ever be an all star type player. But yeah, just honestly, you know, this is just a team with a lot of good talent that has just meshed really well together. And that's why I think if they can, if one or not both of Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy, Jimmy and you put them with this roster, I think that's all they need to kind of. I, I, I think there's two things to that. One is obviously getting Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler is great for their franchise and it's great for tickets and all those kinds of things. But the other thing is you start losing guys like Tobias Harris and you could possibly lose Patrick Beverly. And, you know, maybe they decide to trade Avery Bradley, who hasn't had a great season. You know, so I think it's like, you know, obviously you have to give some to lose some. I guess just the way it goes. Um, do I think they're a better team with those two? Yes, there's no question. Do I think it's going to work? Honestly, I don't think it's going to work with Jimmy Butler. I really don't. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting if that happens, how those two mesh. With the but coach. I will say, though, if any coach can figure it out, it's Doc Rivers. He's done it before with the Egos, and he did it in Boston. So Yeah, he had a lot of Egos down in Boston. And a lot when he had Blake, DeAndre, and Chris this first era with the Clippers. Yeah, he for was sure, a for great sure. coach, and like you said. If, and, I mean, look what he's done with this roster. Uh, he's remarkable. taken a bunch of— No, it's remarkable. There's no question. I'm trying to think of the word. Yeah, no, it's a bunch it's, of, it's, it's a bunch of a players, bu- yeah. and he's meshed them into a team. So yeah, no, for if sure. anyone can do it, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is definitely one of them. No, no question. Um, so we're going to get to the last buyer, and we'll try to go through this relatively quick here, is San Antonio. Obviously, uh, they got to Rod Rosen in the offseason for Kawhi Leonard. They also got a first-round pick, which I think will help them in the future. You know, Jakob Pearl's a nice backup, nothing special. Um Obviously, losing DeJounte Murray early, I think, really killed this team without a point guard. And especially since they let Tony Parker go to Charlotte, I think, really killed them. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was a great spur for a long time. I think both sides wanted to go in different directions. Obviously, DeJounte Murray, I was excited to see him. Yeah, kind of be the lead guy. And just a shame to get hurt because he was kind of that next piece with Aldridge and DeRozan and... You know, I didn't know if that'd be a great fit because they're both mid-range guys. No, for sure. But I mean, they're not guys that like to stretch. Again, 
and talk about coaches that can make anything work. I mean, if there's yeah. anyone, yeah, that no, really I, can, I, it's clearly Greg pop. Pop No, yeah, I mean, in terms of their free agent contracts, probably the only big notice one is Rudy Gay. Um, but Rudy Gay's been mostly a ball stopper throughout his career, so I don't think losing Rudy Gay is going to kill them all that much. Yeah, but I gotta say, he's been a nice surprise in San Antonio. You know, I think you yeah. know, from players like that, I think they need to go to a culture like San Antonio. Oh, he's yeah. bought into what they're doing, and I think he's been a great player there. So yeah, I actually do think it'd be a tough look. I think he's been a good fit. For My them. only argument would be you have Lonnie Walker who you just took in the draft he's a young player coming off an injury obviously and you know I'm kind of curious to see what he can do because he looked really good in the summer league um you know I think this team just needs to get younger you just got to keep getting younger and you know keep infusing young talent you know DeRozan's a youngish player DeJounte Murray hopefully can come back healthy and be that player Lonnie Walker was another interesting pick so yeah yeah I mean listen there Kind of in that we're moving on from a great era and they got to rebuild again. So. Yeah, I know for sure. I mean, obviously, I think obviously they need depth and, and talent. You know, I'd be curious to see how Marcus Saul would fit there. You know, putting him at center next to Aldridge. You kind of have those two together. I, I don't know if they would clash because they're kind of similar. Or maybe Marcus Saul with Pop could work. You know? Maybe, I mean, if, listen, if they want to keep going for it, you go for Marcus Saul. Yeah, just, I don't know what they're trying, I don't know if they're trying to win, I don't know if it's time to rebuild. You know, San Antonio's finally actually back in that middle awkward ground. I mean, I feel like forever they've been all the way tops to the top of the West, yeah. you know, dynasty. And yeah, no It's, it's kind of weird for me, you know. Usually, we were going to do this, I used to be San Antonio being at the top of our list, but they're allowed the last buying team, so it shows you're just, they're right above the threshold of being in that in-between, so. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're good enough to buy and make a run this year, but you know, I think soon they're gonna have to start deciding which direction is best for this franchise. And especially, I just got an update uh, about Pop that said he's unsure about returning to San Antonio. So if he doesn't come back, then I think it's really yeah, time then to it's start really time to start over rebuilding. So. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's gonna do it for our buyer part. Now we're gonna get into the middle of the pack. These are the teams that are probably going to have a really tough time deciding what they want to do with the deadline. Do they want to go try to make the playoffs, or do they want to, you know, kind of look forward to next year? These are, these are teams that are either just in the playoffs or just outside the playoffs, and teams, when we look at them, you know, they're not a for-sure championship contender. Sure. These aren't teams that if they make the playoffs, they're going anywhere, definitely not the first round. And I also don't think they're bad enough where they need to start over and rebuild. So it's interesting kind of here to see, do we think these teams should keep pushing in that direction to be a contender moving forward? I don't even think this is this year, just in general. No, sure. Or so it's yeah. definitely an interesting list for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. So we're going to start with Utah. Obviously, this is a team last year that I think over-exceeded. I think they exceeded expectations. I mean... Just Donovan Mitchell had a great year last year. I think nobody saw that coming. I'm pissed as a Knicks fan because we could have freaking taken him. Um, and But, you know, great player, obviously. Hasn't had the year I think he wanted. Um, Quinn Snyder, though, is a really good coach. I think that was a great hire by them. Um, but I think you and I both agree this team needs to just sell. Yeah, I mean, you know, when i just watching this team this year, I just I don't think they're going to make any noise. I mean, as great as Donovan Mitchell is, is I think he's – Sophomore slump. I just don't see him getting out of it. I think Rudy Gobert is a great player. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if he can kind of carry the weight of Donovan Mitchell. Then no, you look no. at the rest of the roster. Ricky Rubio is an okay point guard. He's about out the door. Derek Favors is a okay, you know. This... Yeah, he's kind of like a tweener. You know, like, is he a center? Is he a power forward? You know, is he just a back-to-the-basket kind of guy? Like, he's a tough guy to gauge, I think, a little bit. I think he's more of like a defensive center at this point. Yeah, I mean, I just think they've been too inconsistent all year. I, mm-hmm. I think I agree with you. They should probably just sell it. Build around Donovan Mitchell. Build around Rudy Gobert. Absolutely. And that's kind of just where it starts yeah, for them. You know, and you got two, you know, Derek Favors and Ricky Rubio, I think, are two players that would draw some interest. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So I think they are better off selling those guys and just continuing to build around Donovan Mitchell and sure. Rudy Gobert. Sure. Well, now let's go talk about the Lakers. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, Anthony Davis. If you're Magic Johnson, do you throw it in now, or do you wait till the summer? Uh, I mean... <laughs> it's a, it's I a would, tough question. It's a loaded question. I think because, listen, at the end of the day, as much as the rest of this roster, I don't think is a championship sure. contender team, at the end of the day, you have LeBron James. 
Yeah. When you have the Bron James, there is no selling. There is no next season. Oh, yeah. It's all about winning now. Yeah. Sure. And I and I really think they should explore it. And as great as young players like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma Brandon are, Ingram, yeah. Brandon Ingram, you know, still <laughs> young. Yeah. But sure. I really just. I, I think this Anthony Davis is a top five player in this league. Yeah, oh yeah. You, and this is for Boston too, with the fans that say, sure. "Oh, I don't want to trade Jason Tatum." You hope Jason Tatum, you hope Kyle Kuzma can become a player of Anthony Davis caliber. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I know I'm bringing them back into it, but these these are the two teams most likely. Yeah, to no, for these sure. are the two teams that probably need him the most. Yeah, no, I would agree. So uh, for me. All players, everything should be on the table except LeBron in L.A. and Kyrie in Boston. Yeah, I'm Everyone else should be. Even Jason Tatum came out and said, oh, yeah, I would trade myself for Anthony Davis. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, listen, Anthony Davis is generational. I, you know, anytime that guy becomes available, I think every team's going to have interest in Anthony Davis. You'd be stupid not to make a phone call. The Knicks, the Suns, anybody. Absolutely. But when you look at the assets and how many they have, the Lakers and the Celtics just fit what they're looking for. Um, no, it's all right. I mean, personally, I think Jason Tatum's the best player of any of them. Listen, I think yeah, absolutely. If if Boston makes Jason, I honestly believe if Boston makes Jason Tatum available, yeah, he's going him, to Boston. They would have him yesterday. Oh no, God, no question. And I'd be really pissed because I'm a Knicks fan. That well, sucks. Yeah, but yeah, you look at these teams; they both have the young players and the draft capital to make an anti-trade oh, sure. work. Sure, I mean. I think the Lakers are a kind of team, like, I think they'd buy Anthony Davis, but I think they could also sell, like, Caldwell Pope, you know, Michael Beasley, you know, like, these are a couple of guys who really haven't done much. Yeah, absolutely, you can, I don't know what you'll get from Michael Beasley, but I know teams have had interest in Caldwell Pope, I know Houston's one of them, so yeah, sure. that's definitely somebody I think they should look to move, but listen, I mean, again, we'll look at the West, Golden State's had their ups and downs. Sure, sure. Um... You know, Denver. Denver's, you know, injuries. Oklahoma City. I'll put it yeah. this way. If the Lakers go and get Anthony yeah. Davis, I will. I would bump them off this list from middle of the pack to contender. Oh, yeah. No question. Anthony Davis is that kind of a player. So, I think that's something. No, for sure. There's no question. Uh, not just the Lakers. Not just the Celtics. Any no, team, anybody. Any team. Anybody. Try. He's a, yeah, no, anybody. Oh, Forget those two. Just everybody. Uh, um, he takes anyone to the next level by himself. So I want to go to someone who, a team who I think really has impressed a lot of people, and that's Sacramento. I, I mean, give that organization credit. They've been so disastrous the last 15 years, and this team is finally in the mix for a spot. And, uh, it hurts because I was really hoping the Suns would be the team that surprised everybody and really made a jump. But listen, I give Sacramento credit. They've built a nice young core. The Aaron Fox is a legit yeah, point guard. Yeah, he's legit. But I give him credit. When they traded Boogie Cousins for Buddy Hill, I was like, what are you guys doing? But he has developed into a nice two-guard. Yeah, Buddy Hill's look good. Collie Stein's a nice center. They just have a lot of nice... Kill, breaks me, but trading Bogdan Bogdanovich to them for the Marquis Chris pick, he's developed into a nice player. Yeah, that's going to hurt a luck. So they it's have a great bit. young core that I just I wish they should have just took a look at Doncic instead of Morgan. Yeah, I know. If, they, if they took Doncic instead of Bagley, that would have been special. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. That's, that's my only what could have been for second. And you know, one of their needs is actually you know they want to get bigger at, at some of the wing positions. That was Luka Doncic right there. I, know, I mean, I that's just, Luka Doncic. You know, people can complain. All Suns fans and fans are like, be like, oh, why the Suns pass on Luka Doncic? Like, go watch De- DeAndre Ayton. Guy has been a beast. This no, DeAndre Ayton's a great player. So I don't mind that so much. It's that the Sacramento Kings pass on Luka Doncic for Marvin Bagley. And Mar- Mar- listen, I'm a Dookie. No, Marvin Bagley's Marvin a good Bagley player. He's been a nice player. It's not Luka Doncic. Oh, no, no. I'm no, telling no. you. No. I said going to this draft, DeAndre Ayn and Luka Doncic were in a class of their own. And then it was everybody else. And they've else. shown that. Yeah, they have. They've been the two best players. Yeah, no question. And Rookie of the Year is definitely going to come down to those No two. question. I mean, this team hasn't made the playoffs since 2006. Sacramento. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would actually root for them if they got there. Uh, they're a fun team to watch, and I really do hope they make the playoffs. And yeah, that's me too. why I think they should definitely be buyers, because I think they have the young core in peace, in place. Yeah. You know, you don't need to keep rebuilding. You have it. It's time to supplement them, get into the playoffs, get these young guys some experience. Yeah, get so, some veteran guys. Uh, go I get, you know. Both, yeah. And, and, yeah, I mean, they can go get a guy like Ennis Canner, who they've had interest in. I know the Knicks obviously want to move him. 
but I'm not trading him just for Zach Randolph. That's not happening. You yeah, know, we're gonna uh, need we're gonna need like another asset. Absolutely, they'll have to throw in a pick or something because Hennis Canner's been you know as much as a disaster as he could be. He's, yeah, he's a good offensive. No, player. he is. He's a good offensive rebounder too. I think it'll really help Sacramento, especially since Costa Kufis really isn't playing that much. You know, I, I think getting him will help them for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so I think the next team we're gonna talk about is the most interesting team. That's Miami. I think they have a lot of similar pieces, like a lot of their players on their roster. Kind of like Portland, they're all kind of the same. Like, yeah. like you got, you know, Dion Waiters, you know, James Johnson, you know, like you got all Kelly Olynyk, you got all these guys that are, you know, they're they're okay. They're not great players that can take it to the next level. Yeah, when I look at Miami, I see a team that's good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, sure. Thankfully, they're in the East. Yeah, but do you just want to be a team that's good enough to make the playoffs and then lose to one of these teams. No, I really believe this core has kind of gotten old. Goran Dragic, love him from his Phoenix days. He just got hurt. He's kind of getting old. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside, you know, he came off oh, the scene. but he's, he's such an ego problem. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, I think this is, it's kind of time to break up this old core and build around some nice young pieces they got. Justice Winslow. He's had a good year. A wing player, but he's their future point guard, apparently. Whatever yeah, works. Yeah, hey, whatever works. Jason Richardson, I think. I mean, Minnesota. Josh, Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. Jason Richardson is a great player. Oh, though. boy. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry. Josh Richardson. Yeah, no, great Listen, player. I, you know, he's been surprisingly good yeah. this year. And he's and, tiny and he You know, if Minnesota didn't luck out with the trade they did, I think they would have been kicking themselves not oh, getting yeah. this kid. Yep. But they have him, and yeah. it's good they kept him. Yeah, and he also got Bam, too. <coughs> Another good player. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be as good as he is. So, you know, they have some young pieces, and I think what they need to do is just... I think they're better. I don't see the point in this core going into the playoffs... Losing a round one and not getting a chance in a lottery. No, I'm not. I really think they're better off selling sell it off. Building yeah. around the young guys and building for the future. I just, I think I this mean, is a team. I think you and I agree they don't have a franchise player on their team right now. But no. I think these guys are all good. Like Winslow, Bam, Josh Richardson, even Derek Jones Jr. Like they're all good complimentary mm-hmm. pieces, but they're not franchise players. I, I love Derek Jones Jr. for Suns Day, and I'm glad he's somewhere where he can play now. Yeah. But. No, I definitely need that star player. Definitely have some pieces to build around. So that's why I think... I mean, of course, Miami is always a destination that could attract free agents. Oh, of course. Yeah, the weather and everything. Sure. But, yeah, I think just for this season and for the future, until that star player decides to walk back through South Beach, they, they got to they gotta sell build some the of their guys. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, a player I think would be a great ad for a team that needs shooting, like Philly, would be Wayne Ellington. Yeah, no, he's, he's actually... He can really light it up. He's a good backup too that can provide some shooting. So I think they'll get a nice pack, get something nice. Yeah, they get a nice, yeah, get a nice draft pick for him. And of course they'll look to trade some of their veteran, like Whiteside, like Dragic. Yeah, Dragic. Yeah. I think maybe they could have moved, but with his injury, but definitely they should capitalize on Wayne Ellington's value because I think yeah, he can no, do something good. I think Whiteside could get you a decent package also, and you know Dion Waiters obviously near and dear to my heart. But let's face it, this guy's a ball stopper. I mean, who is going to want him? I, I mean, I love Dion, but who is going to want a guy that thinks he's Kobe Wade? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, at Syracuse, you know, when I was there, he, he's like, oh, everyone should call me Kobe Wade. Really? You haven't done anything. All you got to do is get injured. I mean, you're not that good. I'm sorry, Dion. Yeah. I love you, but you're not a franchise yeah, player. Yeah, they're going to have to attach something if they want to move his contract. No, for sure. For sure. Um, so let's move on to Brooklyn. Another surprising team. Nobody. I mean, nobody thought this team was a playoff team. I just, before we start with Brooklyn, I want to give Sean Marks a lot of credit. This was a team. Philly King traded the future for a year of Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. And I'm sure most Brooklyn fans are like, we got no hope. No hope. We have no picks. But give this guy credit. He got D'Angelo Russell by taking out a contract from the Lakers. He found, uh, what's his name? Dinwiddie? He found Dimwitty as like an undrafted friend from the G League. Yeah, signed he, he drafted Karis LeVert. He found Karis LeVert late in the draft. Jared Allen late in the draft. He, for what he's had to work oh, with, he has built a heck of a team. No, he has. I give this guy a lot of credit. I think he should get Matt GM of the year. Yeah, I'm really with you. Do. I'm with you. And this, I, guy's I, reckon, this guy needs to be recognized for what he's done. And like I said... They, they should – I really think this is a team that could buy a player. Uh, I mean – Did you watch the game last night? Yeah. This team went into Houston and beat the Rockets, no, man. This no, team no. is 
the sixth best team in, in the, there. In the they're right, yeah. And they need to buy and give themselves a real chance of maybe surprising people. Yeah. No, I know they've had interest in Jamal Crawford. Obviously, he's on the Sun, so obviously you know a lot about him. I know him yeah. from his Nick days. And, so he's a good vet that can help any team. So. And they all, I know they also have interest in Dotson, you know, a guy that everybody seems to love here. Uh, listen, <laughs> for when I watch the Knicks, that's my guy. So I wouldn't want to see him leave, especially to the rival. But he's a heck of a player, Dwayne Dotson. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know. I think the big thing for them is Russell's going to be an RFA because they did sign Dinwiddie to that extension. This could be it for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's definitely the situation. Even all of us Suns fans are keeping an eye on, you know, we need a point guard. He's very good buddies with Booker. He's had a career year himself. That's, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that all their success leads to a player going there so Russell can walk over to Phoenix. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, boy. All right, next team is New Orleans. I, we already touched on Anthony Davis. I... I think, honestly, when you have a player like that, it's a really tough situation. Like, do you want to buy and try to go all in, give him a reason to stay, or do you just sell, restock? You already know you're losing him anyway, and you might as well just, you know, let it go. You know, normally, you know, and they got some talent. I mean, again, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday's a great guard. Yeah, Julius Randle was Julius a nice signing. Julius Randle was a nice signing. Miritic's a good spacing big. Yeah, and also, Etwan Moore's done a lot of good things for them this year. Yeah, he's a grown into a nice reserve guard. Yeah, I mean... But I think we agree. I think it's just time to just let it go. Yeah, I mean, just at the end of the day, it just it doesn't feel like Anthony Davis is going to stay there. No. I think you're better off starting a rebuild now. Getting, I mean, you can get either like Kuzma or Lonzo from the Lakers or, or Jason Tatum. Tatum. That's a great, great starting start. Piece. Drew Holiday, if you move him now, he'll get you a heck of a haul. Yeah. I think Miritic could be a good rental. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. I think they're be- another team better off. Stop wasting time with the maybe Anthony Davis. Just start rebuilding now. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny because, like, they were linked to Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin's a buying piece. He's not a selling piece for you. Yeah, and listen, when you have Anthony Davis, you're going to want to try and continue to do things to show him you want to win. You want him to stay, but I just I no, don't for, think for sure. it's I, I agree. And I think they'd be smart just to let it go. You know, accept the, accept the fact that he's leaving. Accept the feed and... Begin a rebuild down there. No, nah, I'm with you. Um, so let's go to Charlotte. Obviously, this is a team, similar situation. Kemba Walker's a free agent, big name. Had a great year. He's probably going to be in the All-Star game. Just got an All-Star update on my phone as we speak. Um, uh, let's see here. Derek Rose is leading. Wow, good for Derek Rose. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway, we'll get to Minnesota in a second. Um, so Kemba Walker, trade him or keep him? All right, now, like we had talked about, unlike Anthony Davis, yeah. who seems all but to leave, Kemba Walker has said time and time again, I'd like to stay in Charlotte. I want to stay here. So I think this is a situation where you know you have a player that at least isn't fully out the door. He wants Yeah, to no, stay. he's definitely open to the idea of staying, but I think he's just hoping the only way he's going to stay, though, is if they make them a more competitive sure. team. And I think this is a team, when you combine that with the fact that I think this team is a sound playoff team because you have Kemba Walker, who's had a great year. Tony Parker, I think, was one of the yeah, better great pickups. Yeah, great pickup. To it. have him come off the bench love or it. Kemba no, Walker all together, I mean, they're unbelievable. You know. I think, but, you know, I think just, but after that, it's, no, yeah, it's a little dicey. You got Malik Monk, Miles Bridges. You know, it's a little dicey. No, I'm with you. But I really think this is a team that I I think unlike New Orleans, this is a team that should make a bold move and no, if really they want to keep Kemba, Kemba they want to build a team here, and that's why I think Bradley Beal would be a great yeah. fit here. That's interesting. You know, because right now the two guard for them is Jeremy Lamb, but Jeremy Lamb's a UFA after the season. Jeremy Lamb's nothing exciting. You know, and you have Malik Monk, who's kind of like an undersized two. I don't really know what he is yet at the next level. Um, but I Bradley Beal would be interesting, putting him next to Kemba Walker. That could be a nice little backward. And Kemba, I think, would re-sign there. I think, you know, you show him you're trying to win and you're committed. And I think he'll stay and you have a nice backcourt to build around. So, No, for sure. I'm with you. And, you know, if Kemba Walker showed, like, what Anthony Davis was showing, like, you know, oh, I'm not going to be here, then, yeah, sell. Yeah. But the fact that he's actually open to staying, and it sounds like he's down to Charlotte or the Knicks, and I think if you get a guy like Bradley Beal, yeah, you resign. <laughs> and then also the fact that when you look at them in their respective conferences, Charlotte's, I think they're seventh, seventh. now, that's and correct, I think yeah. that's where they'll stay. I think they're after oh, yeah, the no. five by teams we mentioned in Brooklyn. Yeah. I think they're like the next best team. So no. I definitely think they're a playoff team. Right. But then you look at New Orleans, they're like 12th in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I know. Oh, Jeremy Lin's not getting you up like six spots. <laughs> so. All right, so next team is Detroit. Obviously, a lot of wing players. 
They have issues. I mean, a lot of wing issues. Their wing teams are bad. We don't even have to talk about this team because you and I both agree Stan Van Gundy blew this team to the ground. Yeah, just you know, it's just such an old school roster. You don't see teams anymore with two great bigs, Blake Griffin no, I know. and Andre Drummond. No, I know. They just they gotta they gotta just they're kinda stuck where they are. Yeah, they're stuck in no man's land. Yeah, and just they kinda just and that's why I think they should just buy, because, you know, you're not going anywhere anyway. So you might as well. I think they sh- they're they the eighth team in the East, sure. like we mentioned. I think Miami will fall out eventually, because they should sell. And Orlando, sure. while they're in it, isn't really a strong roster. Sure. So I think Detroit will get in, so they might as well buy. And, you know, the East has had a lot of ups and downs this year, so no, sure. never know. Take a chance. Sure. So we've got five minutes left, so I'm going to try to go through this as fast as we can here with a lot of these teams. Minnesota. Obviously, build around Townsend Wiggins, no question. I thought the Jimmy Butler trade, like Jake said, tremendous move. Love it. I mean, you know, I think they, they just got to get younger. Obviously, they got to build more talent and just get some younger assets. I think it's just kind of a lost year with all the drama around Thibodeau and Butler. But again, you can build it. You have a court, at least build around yeah. Towns, Wiggins, Wiggins, Covington, and maybe Saris Tyus and Jones. Got, I like Tyus Jones. So they have pieces to build around. So I think they should, this year's kind of. Done, but they could still build for the future. Sure. Um, Orlando, now we're in the sellers. Orlando, obviously, got to sell. Vucevic can cash in. Fournier cash in. Terrence Ross cash in. And, you know, if they get a point guard like Dennis Smith Jr., sure. I think they could take a chance. But, again, this team is just not good. Yeah, I mean, they're one, they're one back of the East. But you just look at this roster. And then, again, this is another team where I don't think it makes sense to go into the playoffs just to get swept by Toronto. They're better just continuing to get young assets, sure. give themselves a chance in the lottery. So... No, I'm with you. Yeah, no question. Um, Dallas, another team that should probably just sell. Um, rumor is that Dennis Smith Jr. is going to get traded. It hasn't really worked out there. Um, you know, he has been rumored to go to the Knicks with Wes Matthews. Um, I think it's a good move for the Knicks. They get a young point guard. I don't know if I'm sold to Dennis Smith Jr., but he's a young point guard, and you can take a chance on him, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, they got a great player in the draft. Look at Dantich. Someone to yeah, build yeah, around. Problems that's really all they have, so just continue building around him. Disappointed didn't work out with Dennis Smith Jr. I thought he'd be a great fit because Dantish could kind of run point and Dennis Smith could focus on scoring, but didn't fit. Gotta move on. Dantish is the player to build around. No, 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 no question. I don't blame him there. No question. Um, We're going to go to Memphis now. Obviously, Marcus All's available. This team's got to start all over. All over. I mean, they're just bad. Yeah, I mean, this this team just kind of got old really fast. Marcus Salt, it's time to move on from him. Mike Conley. Yeah, just time guys. to build around Jaron Jackson Jr., who I think is a nice player. I'm with you. You know, um, next team, Washington. Another team really got to start over. I mean, disaster written all over it. Absolutely. I mean, cash in on Beal, I think will bring a great return. Uh, Markeith Morris is a UFA. Good Jeff stretch Green. for Jeff Green's been a nice bench player. You know, um, Ariza. Jeff, <laughs> Everyone wants three and D wings. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think John Wall will get moved in the summer. I think yeah, he's had some injuries. But the injury, injury, his contract, that's a situation. To... Sure. And Otto Porter, you know, I know Sacramento's looked at him, so maybe sure. he gets moved. Um, Atlanta, again, we won't touch much on them. Sell veteran guys, Bazemore, Deadman, Lynn. Um, just continue to build around Trey Young and John Collins. No, oh, so they have built a nice young core down there. Trey Young, John Collins, like you said, Herder. Uh, yeah, friends. no, yeah, no. A lot got, of their younger guys. They got none pieces. They got three great trade assets and Bazemore, three and D. Devin's a good center. Jamie Lynn is a better sure. point guard, so definitely cash in on those guys. All right, so Jake, I'm gonna let you take the Suns really quick here. So obviously, all right, Phoenix Suns. Unfortunately, we're gonna sell. But so in terms of what we're gonna sell, I mean, our two most intriguing guys are probably Jamal Crawford and Troy Daniels. Jamal's obviously a veteran that can score off the bench. Troy Daniels brings that shooting teams might need. Probably most should get a second round pick for those guys. If a team wants to take a chance on a young big and see if he yeah, can drag Dragon Bender maybe. Yeah, I don't and see it. And like Orlando, if the right kind of point guard situation comes along and those sons will consider it. Yeah, no, for sure. That's I mean, pretty much what's going I mean, on in Phoenix. I'm just going to quickly touch on New York. I mean, obviously, Canner's a free agent. Vonley's had interest. I don't think anyone else is getting moved. I really don't. I think they're all here because of bad contracts. Um, Chicago. You know, Jabari Parker is obviously an option. I think the Knicks have shown interest in him. Robin Lopez sounds like he's going to Golden State, um, you know, based on that. Chris Dunn, I think we both agree as a point guard, probably needs a change of scenery. You know, I mean, obviously he's had his ups and downs. 
Yeah, I mean, Canner's definitely the most intriguing. Lee's probably tough with the injury and the extra year. Yeah, You're sure. probably better off keeping him. Hopefully, has a better year next year, and you could sell him as a rental. Yeah. Um, Trey Burke, maybe as a point guard, gets you a second. We'll see. Good luck moving Lance Thomas with that contract. Yeah, he sucks. Um, Frank and Dots will be interesting. Young guards, maybe a team wants to take a chance sure. on. And then, you know, Moutier and Vonley are... They're you interesting. Know, it's, those are guys, if you get blown away, fine. But I think those are guys the Knicks should seriously consider keeping yeah. as part of the core. And as I mentioned with Chicago, Jabari, Robin Lopez, two guys are going to get moved for sure. Um, obviously, they're a dysfunctional team. But um, we have about 30 seconds left, so I want to I run this quickly. Cleveland, okay. quickly. Um, J.R. Smith, does he get moved? If LeBron wants him on the Lakers, yeah. otherwise I don't know who wants to deal with that headache. Yeah, I mean, the I fun- mean, he can spread the floor, great shooter. Just yeah, it's he's got to go somewhere where he can be captain line. Sure, <laughs> I mean, obviously they need to sell Harden Tank for Zion. Yeah, I mean, Alec Burks is an interesting guard. Rodney Hood's a wing, young wing. Channing Frye's a spreading f- f- uh, four, big man. Four, yeah. And Nawaba's a defensive wing. So, sure. Yeah, sell and yeah, I mean, if there's any team that needs to. Tank for Zion, it's this team. Yeah, so that's going to do it. Uh, Jake, thanks for having me on. Thanks for, ha- thanks for coming on, sorry. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. I'm Andrew Schaefer. This is Straight Up Sports.